Okay, we are on Dab Yud Dalad Amal Alav. Today's Amal is once again sponsored in memory of Chaya Sarah Bashmul Umata Rivka. The Gemara, uh, we said yesterday, we finished a bunch of lines down because we give the Mashal of Achashverosh and Haman as the people, that one guy has the mound of dirt in his field and one guy has the trench and how they want to fit it together. So the Gemara continues now. Um, Rabbi, uh, sorry, by Yasar Hamelach Atabato. I think it's like the eighth or ninth line. Something like that. The king t- uh, transferred his ring, right? The signet ring, which is a very significant thing. So the passing of the ring was greater, meaning more effective, than 48 Nevi'im and 7 Nevi'ot uh, who prophesied for Bnei Yisrael. How so? Shekulan lo hachzirum lemutav. This is a kind of a depressing uh, statement about Bnei Israel's response to Nevi'im. Is that all of them did not return the people to the proper path. Vi'ilu hasarat tabat lemutav. But the passing of the ring, with certainly the uh, the following uh, threat to life, that brought them back to the proper path. Right. So that encouraged Bnei Israel to do tshuva. Yeah, isn't that interesting? So uh, yeah, but it's you know like many of the stories of the Nevi'im. Our nivuot that you know that went unheeded. So the neviim. So we'll mention this. Uh, we'll talk about them. Tanu Rabbanah. We have a brayta. Okay, this is again. This is a pretty famous brayta. So off quoted. Arba'im u'shmona neviim u'shevin neviot nidabul am Yisrael v'lo pachtu v'lo hotiru amashakatu b'tarachus u'mibikar migila. So this is a famous brayta that there are forty-eight male neviim and seven female neviot who prophesied for Bnei Yisrael and, and they did not take away or add to the Torah except for mikra megillah. Okay, I mean this is the only circumstance you have in Tanakh. Where in the, in the time of the Nevi'im, there was an additional mitzvah that was added. This is a fundamental bright in discussion in the, in, in the halachot of Mitzvah um, Bidir Rabbanan and the rights of Rabbanan and Chazal to institute law. I'm pretty sure Rabbi Rabbi mentioned it in one of his Shir Khalis uh, this, uh, this year. So the Gemara then continues, My Darush. So, what in fact did they uh, darshan that allowed them to uh, add this halacha of Mikra Megillah? Because that's again, it seems like it's a be, and again, they're not saying it's mita oraita, but nonetheless, still, what, what, what encouraged them to do this? So, Amr Rabbi Chibar Avin, Amr Rabbi Yishuv and Karcha. So, they said as follows. One second, Kavachomer. They made a Kavachomer. That's what the Bach has in the Aleph there. Kavachomer. Mame Abdut Lecherut Amrin and Shira. If it's true that when we go from slavery to freedom, such as in Pesach, we sing a Shira, we say Hallel, or let's say Sorry, I should say I should leave Shira vague. We praise Hashem through song, from death to life, all the more so. Right? So that's the that's justification from Mikram Mikilah to praise Hashem for, for the salvation. So Gemara says, So if that's the case, we should also say Hallel. But we know that we don't say Hallel on Purim. So Gemara answers, and the answer is because we do not say Hallel for a miracle that occurred in Chutz La'aretz. So therefore, but we don't have Hallel. So the obvious question is, the exact source of the Kalva Chomer is Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And where does Yitzhak Mitzrayim happen? Mitzrayim. It's in the name, exactly. It happens in Mitzrayim. So Gavar asked, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Dinez Shebechutz La'aretz, Hechi Amrin Shira. So the comes to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, well, that's a miracle as of Eretz Yisrael. How do we say Shira there? How do we sing Hallel? Kiditanya, as we learn in the Brayta, 
that until Bnei Israel didn't enter the land, all the nation, all the lands of the world were hukshar, um, were prepared for it to say shira. So once we entered the lands, and then the, the other nations, the other lands of the world, did not, were no longer prepared for Shira. So the answer is essentially, Yitzhak uh, Yitzhak happened before we entered the land. So the distinction between Halil and the miracle excuse me, that happens in the Eretz Yisrael versus outside the Eretz Yisrael, that only starts from when we actually enter the land. But since it's before, so it's like grandfathered in, that you can say, uh, you can say Shira, we can say Halil. So that's the first answer, okay? First answer why we don't say Halal on Purim is because it was a miracle that happened in Chutz Aretz. And again, that means after we had already entered the land. Rav Nachman says, Kriyata Zohilela. That the reading, it's reading, the reading of the Megillah is the Halal. You don't need a separate Halal. You already have a Halal. Meaning, we don't care. Who cares if it's Halal from Sefer Tehillim or Halal from uh, Megillah Vester? Either way, it's a Halal. It's just a different form of Halal. Okay? And Rav Amar, Rav says, it works well over there in the case of Pesach, where we say in Hallel, praise the servants of Hashem, as opposed to the servants of Paro. Because that was the salvation, that we're now the servants of Hashem and not the servants of Paro. But here, in the case of Purim, Hashem, but here, can we really say Hallelujah, Abdei Hashem, and not and not Abdei and not the servants of Achashverosh? Akati Abdei Achashverosh, Anan. We are still the servants of Achashverosh. I mean, even after the salvation, so it's great. Mordechai got a nice position in the in the cabinet, and Esther is married to the king. This is fantastic, and the Jews are saved. But we're still servants of Achashverosh, and therefore, it's not relevant to recite Hallel. Okay, so three different answers again: either Chutz Aretz, the Megillah is the Hallel. Or we're still servants to Achashverosh. So Gemara explains, Bain Lerava, Bain Lerav Nachman Kashya. There's a difficulty whether it's going to Rava or Rav Nachman. The last two answers, there's a difficulty. Why? Because we because we learned in the Brayta, Mishinich Nesula Aretz, as we said right before, from when we enter the land, Lohuchshiru Kol Haratzol Shira. The rest of the, of the lands aren't prepared to say Shira. So again, so it's very nice that you have these other ideas. Oh, the Megillah is the Halal, or we're still servants of Achashverosh, the Jimbi Halal. But again, uh, again, the issue is that uh, once we enter the land, once we enter the land, the uh, anything that happens in Chutzlaretz shouldn't allow us to say uh, shouldn't allow us to say Halal. One second. Um, Right, because again, so just to clarify that, according to Rava, right, he said we were, no, we're still the servants of Achashverosh, but the implication is, from his position is, that if not for that fact that we're still the servants of Achashverosh, we would still, we would actually in fact say halal, but that seems difficult because it's not true. The Brighton tells us otherwise. Could it also just be that this opinion has a backing from a higher source, whereas the other two are more logical deductions? Yeah, but I don't think it would be a kasha. That would be in favor of the other opinion. Okay. I don't think it would be a kasha on the other opinion. Okay? So the Gemara answers, So the answer for them would be that, no, what, it's true that once we entered Eretz Yisrael, it's, we have, Eretz Yisrael has exclusive rights on the miracle slash hallel uh, um, you know, uh, recitation. But once we were exiled from Eretz Yisrael, so then everyone sort of reverts back to their original status. Okay, at least with regards to Halal. Although there, we, we did see earlier a Machlok in the It's the same thing, whether or not they're going to 
if you've got once you've gone in, so then you lock in Eretz Yisrael. But before you've gone in, or after you've been kicked out, then, then you're allowed to. According to those opinions. Okay, the Gemara goes on to say as follows. We've talked about these Nevi'im, these 48 male and 7 female Nevi'im. The Gemara says, but two like, uh, are there no more Nevi'im? So here we have some more, lots of Agatha now about the Nevi'im. But it says in Sefer Shmuel, it says there was a man from the Ramatayim of the Tzofim. The Tzofim are the lookers, but really a Tzofim. Scouts, but really Tzofim can be understood to be like a Navi, someone who sees. Right? Another word for Navi is a Jose, a seer, right? And it takes the word Ramatayim, Ramatayim, take out the Reish, it sounds like the word Matayim. So it says, Echad mimatayim Tzofim shnitabulahem li Yisrael. So it sounds like the father of Shmuel, this is Elkanah, that's who's talking about, and he was one of 200 Nevi'im who prophesied for Yisrael. That's the hint from the word Ramatayim Sofim. So, <coughs> so it's not 48 and 7, it's over 200. Gemara says, yes. Mehava tu It's true, there really were, um, there really were a lot. Kiritanya, as we learned in the Brayta, Harbein Nevi'im amdu lahem Yisrael. There were so many Nevi'im who stood up for Yisrael. Kiflayim kiyotzei Mitzrayim. Double the amount of people who left Israel. I uh, left Mitzrayim, excuse me. It's a wild number. Ella, so rather, what's the point? Nevu'ah shehutzrecha ledorot nichtava. A nevu'ah that was necessary for all generations, it was written down. Bless you. V'shalom hutzrecha lo nichtava. But if it wasn't written, it wasn't necessary, it wasn't written down. So when we say 48 and 7, we're talking about nevu'ah to have lasting impact. Not just the fact that there were a few people running around, or a lot of people running around who technically had Nivuba. Okay. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amar, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmeni explains that maybe uh, El Kanaz is a little bit, you can explain the phrase uh, Rabbatayim Tzofim a little bit differently. He says, Adam haba mishtei ramot shatzofot zo He came from two heights that see each other. Okay. So it's a place. Rabbi Hanin Amar, uh, Rabbi Hanin says, Adam haba mibnei Adam is a man who came from people she'omdin berumo shalolam who stand on the heights of the world uman ninu and who are they bnei Korach the sons of Korach dichtiv as it says of bnei Korach lo metu it says in my Bible that the sons of Korach did not die what do you mean didn't die so tam nimishim rabenu we learn in a brayta makom nitbatzer lahem begehenom there was a place that sort of like gathered together for them like on the way down to Gehenna. The Amdu Alav, and they were able to stand on it, and that way they weren't like uh, catapulted down, I guess, into the depths of the earth, and they, they were saved in that way. And so I guess they did chuva that somehow, and that was the uh, that's the idea. And so from Ramatayim, that is uh, Al he comes from Bnei Korah. Okay, the Amdu Alav Sheva. So we said there are seven Niviot as well who also arose. So Maninu. So who are the seven Nivyot? The four the Nivyim is a little bit easier, they're more prominent, but who are the seven Nivyot? And we'll see some of them are more clear, and some are more we have to let uh, derive from Sukim in a little more of a Darshani way. Sarah, Miriam, Dvara, Dvara, Chana, Abigail, Chulda, the Esther. Okay, so these are the seven. Sarah, so sorry, Menu Dikti, but it says Avi Milka, the Aviska. It says earlier that he was the father as this is uh Milka and Yiska. And Rabbi Yisrael says, Yiska is Sarah. So why is she called Yiska? That she was, uh, how do you translate Sakhta here? I think it's more like a clothes, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, and Ruach HaKodesh. Let's see if I have the translation here. What did you have? Um, one second. One second. 
Oh, she was, uh, yeah, she's, oh, it says here she saw by means of Ruach HaKodesh, but, okay. Using, I guess I'm using the term, like, to see, that's like, see. Uh, it doesn't seem to make much of a distinction here, okay? Um, why isn't Rivka on the list? I guess the Gemara doesn't think she was in the Vuyah. She went to a prophet, she did not have prophecy. So that was, she went to a prophet. So we understand. It's funny because it sounds like that's like it sounds like from that situation. It sounds like the Sukim that she actually had Nivor herself. But from the way the Chazal understands, she actually consulted, I think, with shame. Uh, shame. That's from the baby judge of shame by Aver. That's the idea. That's from Chazal. They were shame by Aver. Yeah. That was the idea. It's Chazal, yeah. I mean, there are real people, but it's the, 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 the significance that they have is based on Chazal. Okay. Okay. So that's, uh, that's that. Um, Shinem, I said, yeah, how do we know Shetab Yerachakodesh? There is a Pasuk, Shinem, it says, Kola Shur Tamari Lecha Sarash, Mam Bekola. Whatever Sarah says, this is what God says to Avram, whatever Sarah says, listen to her. So apparently she has a vision. Of what's supposed to be Devar Acher, another alternative. Amarav Shahita Midnabah. Oh, sorry, I just skipped a line, didn't I? Yes, Yiska Shakol Sochin BeYofia that everyone sees her beauty. Okay, so that's not that has nothing to do with prophecy at all. So it's different interpretations of Yiska. One of okay, that's Sarah. Miriam, Dichti Vatikach Miriam Hanivia Achot Aharon. Okay, so it says uh, the Miriam the Nivia, the sister of Aharon. So that's pretty straightforward. Okay, velo achot Moshe, or I should say velo achot Moshe. Well, she's not the, da- the sister of Moshe. Amarav Nachman, Amarav Shaita mitnabak shehi achot Aharon. It tells us that she was a prophetess even when she was only the sister of Aharon, meaning before the birth of Moshe. Ve omeret, and she would say as follows: Atida imi sheteleid ben sheoshiat Yisrael. My mother will give birth to a child who will save Ben Yisrael. And when he was born, the whole house filled with light. So you see there's something really special about this kid. Our father got up and kissed her on the head. He says, my daughter, your nevuah came true. But once they threw him into the Nile River, our father got up and smacked her on the head. He says, my daughter, where is your nevuah now? So that's what the Pasuk means right? She um, far away to know like what would happen to him. What was her interest in looking after Moshe Rabbeinu or the baby? Because she wanted to see what would happen with her nivua. Okay, so that's the idea. So it says Miriam Hanavia. The the drush is more about like when the nivua started and what the drush what the nivua was. Okay, Divorah, That's from this week's uh, haftarah. Or this past week, Isha And was a prophetess, the wife of Lapidot. My Aishat Lapidot. Does mean the wife of Lapidot? Shahita osab tilot la mikdash. She used to make wicks for the mikdash. A lapid is a torch, so she made wicks and made a lot of fire for the mikdash. And obviously, it doesn't mean the mikdash here. It really means the mishkan. Um, and yeah, I think this is an aside. It should change it to mishkan. 
Okay. It says about Devorah Rabbi Yoshevet Tachat Tomer. She sat under the Tomer. The Tomer is a palm tree. I think there's a seminary called Tomer Devorah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Maishna Tachat Tomer. So who cares? Like, what's the difference about being underneath the Tomer? I'm Rabbi Shimon ben Avshalom, Mishum Yichud. This was Yichud. Right? Why is a Tomer so different from other trees? That Tomer doesn't have low hanging branches. So that's if she stood underneath the oak tree. So the oak tree, the willow tree. That would be very private meaning with Devorah. So that would be inappropriate because it would be, uh, you know, underneath all the all the, uh, the branches. So that would be uh, Yichud, stand underneath the palm tree, then it's really everyone's in wide open and it's a good place to meet. Um, so another a possibility, it's just as a Tamar, a palm tree, only has one heart. The idea here that one heart is has one big trunk, it doesn't have lots of branches you know, flying out from all directions. So to Yisrael, and that generation only had one heart to the Father in Heaven. Okay, very nice. That's about Dvorah. My heart is like leaping towards Hashem. My horn is great towards Hashem. What do you mean, my horn is great? Why is she saying anything but a horn? It says, she said, my horn and not my pach, not my um, jug. Who cares? David It's a hint that David and Shlomo, who were anointed with a karen, with the horn, nimshecha malchutan, their malchut lasted for a long time. Shaul v'yehu shnimshechu b'pach lo nimshecha malchutan. Shaul and Yehu, who each were anointed, but only with a flask, with a jug of oil, their malchut did not last. So Rama karni, the karen is Ra- Rama goes to great heights and like lasts for a long time. The other option is not. So that's the understanding that she was a nivia because she had this uh, this um, insight into the future of the kingdom of the Jewish people. So one of the lines that she says in her tefillah is, there's no one holy like Hashem, there's no one like you in Biltecha. Don't read it as Biltecha, like other than you, rather than Levalotecha to, let's say, outlast you. To point out that Hashem's qualities are not like flesh and blood qualities. The measure of or the quality of a human being is that the, the, the handiwork of that person outlasts him. Right? You build a house, the chances are if it's a well-built house, the house will long outlast the person who built it. But God outlasts His creations. Furthermore, she says there's no rock like our God. We'll read it as Ain Sayar Kelokinu. There's no um, artist, really, right? Like, a, like someone who uh, produces, uh, you know, uh, art. Uh, one who can form things. Adam Tsar Tsura Agabe Hakotel. If a person might uh, make a, draw a form on a wall, he can't make a spirit or, you know, uh, a soul or, uh, you know, insides like organs or intestines. But God, he can do even better than that. He can put a form inside a form, right? Meaning like a baby inside, like a fetus inside a mother. He can give it a spirit and a soul and you know, organs and, uh, and intestines. So Hashem is amazing. So that's part of just a couple of little drushas on um, Chana's tefillah. Again, both the uh, both the Levalotecha uh, and in Tayar Kelokenu. It's a nice point in Tayar Kelokenu. Uh, if you know somebody who has like enjoys art, so you can talk about you know that. You can talk about like you know it's a good like. Uh, <laughs> 
things like that. Avigail, how about Avigail? Remember Avigail? She was a woman that interacted with David. Her husband was Naval. Naval was a pretty jerky guy and did not refuse to help David Hamelach um, when he was told he was the king already, but he was not yet functioning as a king because Shaul was still around. Um, and then he ends up marrying her later. Dichtibetz says, "Vayahi rochebet al hachamor v'yoredet baseiter hahar," and she was uh, riding on a donkey and coming down the seiter hahar, like sort of uh, in the uh, secretness of the mountain. Beseiter hahar. What does it say? Beseiter hahar. Min hahar mebayla. Should have just said from the mountain. So Amar Rabba Bar Shmuel al iskei dam haba min hastarim. Uh, she was coming to David on matters of blood that come from the hidden parts of the body. That's the hint from the word Arba Seiter. Natla Dam, she took uh, blood, meaning like a cloth that had blood in it. The Heratalo, she showed it to David to pask in the Shaila of whether she's a Nida or not a Nida. Amarla, he said to her, Bechimarin Dam Balayla. He said, Wait a second, can you really look, or look at blood at nighttime? Meaning that the halacha is. Um, that if you want to check out to see if a woman's in need, you have to see the color of the blood. You can only really check the color of the blood in the daytime by the sunlight. To check it at night by torchlight is really not the time you can uh, tell the proper color. So we don't do that. So Amr Lo, she responded to him, What, are you going to judge the name of at nighttime? Meaning that's also a halachi. Now let's judge the name of at night. Mic drop, end of discussion. She's basically trying to spa- asking him to spare her husband's life. Because Davi wants to kill Naval. <laughs> so Amar La, so he said to her, we'll just stop, we'll, we'll stop in the middle of the story here, but he says to her, Your husband is a Morei B'malchut, he's rebelling against the kingdom, right? I'm the king already, and he's a Morei B'malchut, I don't have to judge him, I don't have to bring him to court, I can just kill him right now. So Amar La, she said to him, She said, sorry, Shaul is still around, and your, t- and your sign hasn't really gone out uh, in the world yet. So it's actually a nice uh, bookends for our Umbud today. We started with the Tabat, the Akashver, which gave to Haman, and we're finished with a line about David's, like, not literally Tabat, but then, you know, the, the idea, same, the same sign, hasn't been spread around the world, and therefore David can't enforce Moreid B'malchut. So we'll continue with that tomorrow. Shkoh.